0: You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, I want to give a big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country. For example, big shout-out to Nebraska, to Scott's Bluff on KNEB 6 960 AM out there and of course to our American Forces radio network, the servicemen and women getting a little taste of home from Speeds the Spitting Statistician, helping them win their leagues and win that cash I got my man Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, so hot that we sweat steam Donnie uh, wasn't with me on Memorial Day as we paid tribute to the fallen and to the servicemen and women, Donnie Burns had a little bit of a, you know, he had a day off, he had a vacation, we're going to ask him about that a little bit later on, what he did over Memorial Day weekend because you know your boy Speed the Spittin Statistician was working yesterday. But um we're going to touch base on you know the suspensions came down it'll be four games for Bryce Harper, six games for Hunter Strickland. We'll talk a little bit about that brawl that happened in San Francisco. I'll also give you my starting lineup and pitchers that you need to start to win that cash tonight. Chris Sale going against his former team as the Red Sox play the White Sox. Remember Chris Sale had his streak of 10 straight strikeouts snapped in his last start. We'll Will he start another streak like that tonight? We shall see. Now that I got Donnie Burns, the basketball correspondent and love doctor for me as well, we're going to take a look at the NBA Finals, talk about a little game one of this trilogy that everyone is excited about, looking in on some key matchups that we think might dictate how the ultimate finals will go. Also, you know we always talking about uh, LeVar Ball. We're always talking about the big three. They have overlapped in an intriguing challenge that we're going to talk about a little bit later on, and uh, all that... You know you always got a way to chime in and engage with Fantasy Freestyle. So you could holler at me if you want at 844-843-6879. You could also get us on Twitter. Okay, Follow us at FNTTSY Radio. Or you could always ask questions. Follow me at Spittin' Speeds. We'll get into the poll question we have. It's about the unwritten rules of baseball and that brawl that took place in San Francisco. Okay, So when we come out after break, we're going to dive into my starting lineup and talk all things Major League Baseball. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spittin' statistician, Right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on, right back. Aha! Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick. Ha ha! It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting and Statistician, and you are listening to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, shout out to our sports byline affiliates and the American Forces Radio Network, helping the service men and women out there win their leagues and win that cash. Let me give you some news and notes here around Major League Baseball before we get into the starting lineup for tonight. Mike Trout best player in baseball. It has been confirmed he is going to have thumb surgery and he's going to be out. It looks like it's going to be two months. That certainly puts a damper on his MVP candidacy and anybody, whether you're a fantasy owner or a fan of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Huge hole to fill with Mike Trout being out of that Angels lineup for it looks like the next six to eight weeks. Gregory Polanco of the Pittsburgh Pirates has a sprained ankle. It looked a lot worse after he uh, collided with that outfield wall in Monday's game. He was car it off. It looked really bad, but they're saying now that is only a sprained ankle for Pirates outfielder Gregory Polanco. Dustin Pedroia of the Boston Red Sox, he is headed to the 10-day disabled list because of a wrist injury as well. So the Red Sox offense will have a little blow there without their uh, heart and soul second baseman, Dustin Pedroia. And as I mentioned at the top of the hour, in case you have not heard, the suspensions have come down from the brawl in San Francisco yesterday. Pitcher Strickland, Hunter Strickland will get six games suspended and Bryce Harper will be suspended for four games. And it's very interesting now. You got Mike Trout and Bryce Harper that are going to be out for, you know, probably this week at least. Who will be the number one spot on the player raider when we go to next week? Will it be Goldschmidt? Will it be Judge? Will it be a guy like Charlie Blackman, who I mentioned to you guys yesterday is leading the league in RBIs and doing it from the leadoff spot? However, I digress. What we do here is hold ourselves accountable because that's what I do, okay? I'm not just giving you random advice and then, you know, saying that, oh, I killed it no matter what I do. I hold myself accountable. So last night, I told you there were two starters that I liked. They were Tehran and Strowman. Both of them wound up getting quality starts and the win for their team. Strowman in six innings gave up only two runs, struck out five as the Blue Jays went on and won 17-2 to last night. And what I think is more interesting, Julio Tehran I have been talking about Julio Terran and his home road splits, how he has been getting lambasted in Atlanta in that new ballpark at SunTrust with an ERA over nine. But at home, he has been much better. Excuse me, on the road, he's been much better. He was on the road. I told you I liked him against that Angels lineup that did not have Mike Trout. And he responded with a quality start and a victory, striking out five and six and a third innings pitched. So tonight, you may ask yourself, self? Who should I start tonight to win that cash? Well, it's very interesting tonight. Tonight, I know a lot of people are going to be paying up for Chris Sale. Chris Sale is 11,700 on FanDuel. He's got to be the chalk. And I understand why. I mean, the dude has been striking out people left and right. Um, his ERA, his ERA so far this year has been, you know, just around two, but. I have some words of caution. First of all, the Chicago White Sox are actually decent against left-handed starters, which Sale is, okay? Second of all, and you probably remember this and know this, but Chris Sale is returning to face his former team. In those kind of matchups, I never know which way it's going to go. Do the pitchers have an advantage? Do the hitters have an advantage because they're familiar with the guys? Stuff like that. Will there be any weird butterflies in the stomach? So for all of those reasons, I am staying away from Chris Sale today. I am not paying up the 11700 for Chris Sale. There are places you can go, and I think a lot of people are going to go to Jose Berrios, who have been incredible, who's been incredible lately. He's at 8600 My words of caution, though. That Houston Astros offense is no joke. Remember, they put up 11 runs in the eighth inning yesterday to uh, get a comeback victory against Minnesota. So I would not throw anybody against that Houston offense. Here are the two guys that I do like today. They are a good 2,500 cheaper than Chris Sale on Fanduel. Okay, I like Robbie Ray at 9,400 at the Pirates. Listen. I've been on Robbie Ray all season long. I've been talking about his K upside. I like this matchup. Remember Polanco is a little bit banged up. He's one of their best bats. And also, the Pirates just are not scoring runs. They are they are under four runs a game. The Major League average is four and a half runs a game. The Pirates are actually third worst in the NL when it comes to that. And they strike out. So I'm uh, kind of in the middle of the league of strikeouts. I like Robbie Ray. He has been hot. He has that upside when it comes to the strikeouts. I like Robbie Ray at 9,400. The other Guy, and I can't believe that this guy is even cheaper than Robbie Ray. But at a hundred dollars cheaper on FanDuel at ninety three hundred, you can get Justin Verlander. I like Justin Verlander. Here's why he's up against that Kansas City offense. Okay, I've been telling you guys for a while, I fade this Kansas City offense. Kansas City has scored 172 runs so far this season the second worst in the al is the oakland a's at 203 that is 30 runs more and justin verlander historically has done good against them striking people out and he's facing eric scoglin making his first major league start i think that means Verlander is in good shape to potentially get a win so uh we'll check in on that tomorrow we'll see if my calls of ray and verlander held true and helped you win that cash when we talked about bryce harper though and this brawl, you know, I was uh, I was going to talk about Bryce Harper a little bit this week anyway because he actually over the weekend gave a little speech to the little leaguers and he was talking about how it is not okay to lose. We we have this kind of quote unquote wussification of America going on. Tell me, we're going to play this clip and then we're going to hear. I want to know what you guys think. Do you think? Um, what do you think about the kind of reaction from people? And what do you think about this idea of, you know, not keeping score, participation trophies for everybody? First, let's hear what Bryce Harper had to say when he was talking to a group of Little Leaguers. Donnie Burns, let her rip.
1: It's good. Because okay? it's not. As much as they might tell you, oh, it's okay, you guys lost it. No, Johnny. Like, okay. No participation trophies, okay? First place only. All right? Uh, like, come on.
0: Oh, uh, so there we have it. Yo, he was saying no first place only, no participation trophies. And and here's the interesting part. There was rounds of applause in the background, and if you see the video, it is kids that are sitting listening to him, it is parents in the background being like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about." So, I think it's kind of interesting. I think it's kind of interesting that a that the parents were clapping for that. If you're in the league, you know, and they're giving out the participation trophies. But also, I think it speaks to the intensity of Bryce Harper, you know, and how he would come out there and, you know, charge the mound and whatnot. But also, you know... This is really happening all over the place. We're not keeping score. The trophies go to everybody. Is that something that we really want to keep on with? I, I don't think so personally. I like the spirit of competition. I think that these kind of medals or first place is earned. And then when you work hard for it, it feels that much better at the end. And let me tell you something. Bryce Harper is not the only athlete who does this. A lot of, a lot of athletes do this in their own parenting. For example, Steelers linebacker James Harrison once took his kid. Kids participation trophies away because he said, quote, unquote, everything in life should be earned. And I'm not about to raise two boys to be men, making them believe that they are entitled to something just because they tried their best. Because sometimes your best isn't enough, and that should drive you to want to do better. Not to cry and whine until someone gives you something to shut you up and keep you happy. That's what James Harrison has to say. Also, another Steelers player, former uh, Steelers running back, D'Angelo Williams, says he tweeted, about how he actually took his daughter's participation trophy away from her, and then what'd she do in response? She went and won the next event at the, like, track and field competition that was going on, okay? You also have former Louisville basketball coach Jeff Walsh also talking about this, saying, you know, right now, the generation of kids that are coming through, everyone gets a damn trophy. You finish last, you come home with a trophy. Are you kidding me? What is that teaching kids that it is okay to lose? So I think this is very interesting. Bryce Harper... You know, balls to the wall all the time. He's running out ground balls. He's a very intense guy. But I thought it was interesting, juxtaposed against him talking to the Little League kids, basically saying that participation trophies are the worst. I want to get your guys' thought on it also. I might have to put up a poll question about that tomorrow. But tonight, our poll question is, what part of that brawl do you find most resonance with the unwritten rules of baseball? Was it Strickland waiting three years after their playoff to uh, drill Harper. Was it Harper charging the mound with a helmet? Was it other teammates getting into the brawl that they didn't know about? Or was it a guy like Buster Posey standing there as catcher just letting it all happen. That's what I want to know. We got a poll question up there right now. We're going to uh, check in on that poll when we come back. And I'm also I want to get uh, the love doctor Donnie Burns his thoughts in it because he's coaching those kids right now in basketball. Is he of the participation trophy mindset or that everything is earned and then when you earn it, it feels better. We're going to ask Donnie Burns those questions. We're going to see what you guys have to say in the poll. All that when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. If you want to comment on this, you can holler at me at 844-843-6879 or holler on Twitter at SpittinSpeeds Speeds at FNTSY Radio. Come on back. when I step up in the place, yo, I step correct. Woo-ha! Got you all in check. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin Statistician, and we're back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We were talking about Bryce Harper and the participation trope. I mean, we were talking about Bryce Harper and the brawl, first of all, right? And just to keep you guys posted, right now, we had that poll question up on at FNTSY Radio and at Spit and Speeds, where you can follow me on Twitter. Right now, 39% of you say that Strickland waiting three years to bean him were kind of most in line with the unwritten rules of baseball 33 percent say the teammates joining the brawl and then 14 percent each for harper throwing a helmet as he charged the mound and for buster posey letting it happen um also also on twitter i got a quick note shout out to jh shipley at dmgc he's saying at and speeds way to tell him Harper stop the snowflake society about uh Bryce Harper and that story about you know kind of the participation trophies for all so thanks to JH Shipley for hollering at the show like I said man you holler at us we get you on the show but I want to get my man Donnie burns in there because Don you coach AAU basketball right so you are in this exact situation where I mean your team dominated right you won like the state championship we're going to nationals and stuff like that Correct. in the kind of tone and culture that you're setting for your team you know is it just like try the hardest you can and it's okay or is it like nah we're out there to win
1: what's your uh what's your take on this now I'm kind of an electric kind of coach I get pretty fired up pretty easily and I probably have to agree with uh Harrison and Bryce Harper in this and the fact that as you get older I'd probably say in the I guess 10 to 12 range that's when you kind of start letting your kids know hey like That's good you tried, but you really want to win. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I also do camps with younger kids. It's kind of hard to do it with the young, young kids. Sure. But, like, the 10 to 12 range, that's when you kind of got to be like, hey – I know you did try. You got to try harder, though. Yeah, and I mean, here's the
0: thing. Like, it's a competitive society we're in right
1: now, man. There's going to be
0: someone trying to knock you off. There's someone trying to, you know, trying to take me over as Fantasy Freestyle. Donnie, there's someone who wants your job right now. You know, you got to work hard for what you get out here. You know, at least that's the way I was brought up. And to be quite honest, I was also brought up that when you work for it and then when you actually achieve it, that internal gratification is that much more. Like if I, if I, uh, you know, coming up, if I actually really really studied hard for a test, and then I got an A on that test, well, then it kind of mattered to me, right? Then it. it, it, it it meant something whereas if I was just like Meh, whatever and like we got to teach these kids out here that you know your work ethic matters trying hard yes trying hard matters but you know sometimes the ultimate result is important as well you know where else the result is important and that's in fantasy baseball okay how would you feel if no matter where you placed in your DFS tournament you didn't win you just got a trophy like everybody else you wouldn't want that would you so instead what I tell you is go to rotoexperts.com right now for the exclusive edge in in-season fantasy baseball package. It is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. Become a waiver wizard and learn how to scan the numbers like a Roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. And this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. And promo code free radio at checkout and you get a free discount now here's the thing right like maybe maybe you don't care if you sort of the top of the standings because you know we all get our participation trophies but i don't think the people that listen to the fantasy sports radio network think about it that way because they are looking to win their leagues and win that cash so let's keep it moving and try and help them do that we go to NFL with this news and notes coming out of OTAs, all right? First thing I want to tell you is that while there is nothing imminent, we are hearing a lot of smoke. I think there will be fire in terms of Colin Kaepernick and the Seattle Seahawks. Nothing has happened just yet, but everyone's saying that's a great fit, and Pete Carroll is saying that, um, you know, that – uh He's definitely an option for them to back up Russell Wilson. What we're also hearing out of Los Angeles, Todd Gurley's targets may drop in a new offense led by new coach Sean McVay. Okay, what they also did is they brought in Lance Dunbar to be the pass catching back. Now, remember McVay in Washington? You had guys like Matt Jones, Rob Kelly, but Chris Thompson played a huge role, especially in PPR leagues, being that third down back. Watch out for Lance Dunbar as the passing down back for the Los Angeles Rams this year. You're going to have Todd Gurley, uh, Downs 1 and 2. But when they're in passing situations, look out for Lance Dunbar. And here's the thing. The Rams are going to be behind the lot and throwing the ball. I think Lance Dunbar is a sneaky addition to fantasy football teams this year. Especially in PPR formats. Dorial Green Beckham, I've reported this before. Maybe the odd man out in Philadelphia. Remember the Eagles signed Alshon Jeffrey and Tory Smith. They're keeping Jordan Matthews. They have yet to trade anybody, including Nelson Aguilar. You got Zach Ertz there as well. You got Darren Sproles who gets targets as well. Looks like Doriel Green Beckham may be long for making that roster. In Jacksonville, Jags tight end Mercedes Lewis is looking to get more targets this year. Remember he's thirty three years old, but they traded away Julius Thomas. They signed Michael Rivera It looks like Mercedes Lewis will be atop the depth chart in tight end there. Also, tight end depth chart news. Los Angeles Chargers tight end Hunter Henry, they are saying, will be the quote-unquote main tight end this season. They're projecting him to probably have the most targets and the most snaps. What does that mean for Antonio uh, Gates? Well, the future Hall of Famer, they are saying, will be quote-unquote saved for third down work and red zone work. I gotta tell you something. That hurts both of these guys' values in my opinion. If Hunter Henry is gonna be be the main guy, but then they're going to take him out when they're in the red zone, and he has the opportunity to punch it in and score those points on critical situations. That's looking like a kind of timeshare a tight end for the Chargers. I like Hunter Henry a lot, but not if they're going to take him off the field in the red zone. So, um, that's a little bit around the NFL. We're going to get deeper, you know, as we move into late June and in a c- few weeks, we're going to start going deeper into our team-by-team, division previews, position rankings, all that stuff as we start to get ready for the National Football League. But, I want to keep it moving here because we are in the NBA Finals, so I got to talk to the love doctor and basketball correspondent, my man, Donnie Burns. Hey, Don, first of all, I haven't heard from you since Memorial Day weekend. What does a fantasy ninja warrior like yourself do over the holiday weekend? How was it, man?
1: Yeah, so I'm thankful for FNTSY for having the day off yesterday. It was yeah, fantastic. Speeds was in. Speeds was in. Man. I know. As producers, we're usually in here, but I'm thankful for that. Um, A lot of outdoor basketball, hanging nice. with the friends. The <laughs> weather you know, having a few drinks. Nice. Great weekend. I, I'm upset it rained a little bit. but Play any cornhole? Did you play oh, any cornhole? Of course. Cornhole. We played that little game where you put like a beer bottle on top of like a stick and you throw frisbee at it. I don't know the name of it. A but beer awesome. bottle on top yeah, of a it's, stick it's, it's really and you fun. throw a frisbee yeah. at it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's extremely fun. Yo, There's they didn't have
0: before. that in the Bronx growing up. I'll yeah. tell you
1: that. <laughs> it's, uh, it was a good time. All dude. right. That's good for you. That's good for you. I don't know if you heard, though. I bounced the
0: uh, fantasy Ninja Warrior rankings off of uh, our boy Chris Bavona. Who also produces. And I got to tell you, Donnie, he cut you out of the top five and put himself in. Uh, yikes. How, how do you feel about that? I don't know. I I'm think we may have to build a Ninja Warrior course right here at I Rock think and we Riley's might have to. and uh, make it happen. I will be happy to serve as the referee on that one. It was interesting. He, uh, We liked, we liked, uh, we both had Joey P. We both had your boy, Speed's the Spitting Statistician. We both liked Jake Seeley. Um, Chris had guys like Chris had Frankie stay. Oh no, he had Mike Florio involved as well, and then he put himself in. So we may be building a challenge. We shall see. But as we let's keep it moving though, uh, Don, because we have NBA Finals popping off, and and let me tell you something. We have been waiting for this for the last year, it seems like, right? Let me tell you who else has been waiting for it. Draymond Green. Donnie, can you play that clip? Draymond Green is very, very ready for it to be part three. And so is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, I don't know if you saw him getting amped up at like the trophy presentation after they won the Eastern Conference. These guys are ready to get it. Let's hear what Draymond Green had to say. If Cleveland comes out of the East, I want to destroy Cleveland. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. But I also know that there are steps to get to that point. And if and when we get to that point, I want to annihilate them. So if Cleveland comes out of the. So there you go. He's saying he wants to destroy them. He wants to annihilate them. Right now, Donnie, the Cavs are plus two fifty for the series, meaning if you bet a hundred bucks on the Cavs, you'll get two hundred fifty back. The Warriors are at like minus three hundred, meaning you have to bet three hundred dollars to earn a hundred dollars back on them. We'll get into our official series predictions on the Thursday show, Don. But a couple of matchups right here. I want to focus in a little bit on this Steph Kyrie matchup because it seems like there's a little bit of bad blood. It's. Seems like Kyrie tries almost like a, like harder against Steph because he sees maybe Steph as, you know, uh, lauded as the best point guard out there, you know, and it looks like Kyrie always likes to do damage there. How do you see that battle of point guards playing out in this series?
1: Well, I like the matchup. The only thing is they're not going to be defending each other. I mean, Kyrie may be on the other side defending Steph. But Steph does not have the defensive prowess right. to be able to guard. A Kyrie, you might see the likes of a Klay Thompson. Clay Thompson Do- on him. Only maybe on some screen switches. If you could keep Kyrie outside, uh, you maybe see a little Steph on him. But the NBA Finals are one of my favorite times of the year because this is when the casual fan finds out players like Tristan Thompson, who is yes. one of my favorite players they find out how demoralizing a player he can be in in situations like this and that's kind of why I'm so excited. I love when players like that get the, you know, the respect they deserve and I do really look forward to this guard matchup though cuz I love Kyrie as a jersey boy. I played him in high school. Uh, I love his style, love his handle and I can't wait to watch it. So I'm, um, you know,
0: Here's one other matchup I'm going to be looking at, and it goes down in the middle. I think who is going to really contain Tristan Thompson? Not on the offensive side, but from a rebounding standpoint, okay? It's not going to be KD banging in there. I think we are going to have to look at JaVale McGee. Remember last year when the Warriors were up 3-1, they also had Andrew Bogut. And Bogut got hurt, and that was an underreported part of how the Cavs were able to come back. Unfortunately, that boy from Shackton the Fool, JaVale McGee, I think, is going to have to show up and show out. and bang with guys like Tristan Thompson banging the post with guys like Kevin Love even. So that's going to be another matchup to watch. I'm also interested, like you said, you know, Trist, uh, Clay Thompson, will him and J.R. Smith be going at it? Which of those guys will be hot? A lot more to talk about. We'll be previewing this all week long as we head into Game 1, and you'll get our official picks on the Thursday show. When we come back, though, we're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. Dane Martinez here on Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speed's a spitting statistician. I got my boy, Donnie Burns, with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Hey, Donnie, I wanted to ask you one more question real quick before we get into the fun and functional sports radio. With this uh, part three of this series, my question for you is uh, who's wearing the black hat? Is it LeBron anymore? Is he like the the or is it actually in this time Kevin Durant cuz he's the guy who like tried to join the super team. Like it feels like there's no pressure on LeBron as the underdog and it used to be that LeBron was kind of like this villain on some level especially when he was with the Miami Heat. But it seems like the tide has turned and more people kind of want to cheer against Kevin Durant for his decision to join an already amazing team. Out of these guys who are probably like your two favorites for MVP of this series here, depending on which team wins. Who do you think uh, is wearing the black hat, or who do you think is wearing the white hat?
1: I'd have to go with Kevin Durant, and only because what you mentioned before, he did join what already was pretty much a super team. Um, and here's the thing with the Kevin Durant thing I feel that since he's gotten to the league, you know, granted without year one and two, he has had the easiest going mm-hmm. in terms of not. Getting a chance. Everybody like, loves KD. Even myself. Yeah, yeah. Even myself, the scoring champ. Oh yeah. That speech he gave much. when he won the
0: MVP with his yeah. mom. You he, know, you right? Know, the NBA. He's gotten a free skate. So, right. That's starting so. to change a little bit. Rightfully I feel so. like public perception is starting to change on him a little bit, and now he's starting to like, I don't care what y'all think. I'm gonna do what I need to do to try and you know build my legacy, win my chips. So uh, I could see that. I can see. Uh, the, the, black hat being worn by Kevin Durant. You know who's always been wearing the black hat lately these days over the last few months? That's my man, LeVar Ball. And I know sometimes, Donnie, you've been thinking differently about LeVar Ball, but we have an opportunity to talk about overlap between the things that we talk about all the time. One is the Ball family, Triple B's, you know, big baller brand. And the other is the big three, the big three, three on three league that uh, is being led by Ice Cube. We are, we've been talking about that a lot. Uh, Ice Cube came out with a little, uh, I don't know if you want to call it promotion or challenge to LeVar Ball. Hey, uh, Donnie Burns, we got that ready. We got a clip. This is Ice Cube introducing what we've already talked about as the four-point shot that will be taking place in the Big Three, and he also had some words for LeVar Ball. Check this out. You make it, LeVar? i buy a pair of them big baller brands. Yeah, yeah. Four-point challenge for your boy Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Ice Cube made the four-point shot, which in case you didn't see the video, they're going to have like kind of spotlighted circles that are 30 feet from the basket. And if you shoot from within that circle, you get four points. He's challenging LeVar Ball and, you know, all his talk that if he hits, can hit the four-point shot, Ice Cube will go out there and buy some of those uh, ZO twos for $495 apiece. I think this is continuing to be incredible marketing from the big three. They know the Ball family and LeVar are out there popping his mouth off, so they want to connect it to something to promote the difference in their league. And I can see a little bit of cross-promotional power there. Remember, LeVar and the Triple B brand, they also launched a, a new merch slogan. I don't know if you saw this, Donnie Burns. They got a new brand of t-shirt out there that uh, simply say, stay in your lane. That's their new slogan, stay in your lane uh, for the Triple B brand. And I don't know if you saw this, bro. We got to talk about this, Donnie. Did you see the highlights or lowlights from the LaMelo's AAU team?
1: I did. When they the got Compton bombed Magic. by like 55 funny, points. The funny thing is, I don't know how closely, because I've been following the ball boys you know, like prior to this big hype. Right. Funny enough, the center for the Chino Hills high school basketball team, is on that Compton Magic team, who is a teammate of LaMelo Ball.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. That is inside knowledge. Inside
0: knowledge from the Love Doctor and basketball correspondent. I tell you, I saw those highlights. Yo, I would want no part of this kid on my team, on my college team. He seems like a, just like a chucker, bro. He's like out for his own personal stats, just trying to chuck. Was, Was not even, wasn't good, bro. Just wasn't good. So, uh... I think they got a lot of work out to do. But I'm going to tell you the work that Donnie Burns and I have been doing. We will have, starting tomorrow, we are going to reveal our fantasy rankings for the Big Three League, okay? We've organized all the guards and then all the bigs. We are going to give you our guard slash wing rankings right here tomorrow on Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to talk about which guys you should focus in on from the guard position because there will be Big Three Fantasy, and this will be another way for you to understand who is you know competing and what teams look good? So we're gonna give um, our rankings for first the you know the guards, and then on the Thursday show to coincide with Game One of the NBA Finals, we're gonna give our ranking of bigs along with the power rankings. That was fun to try and do the rankings, right, Don?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's good to go over these stats again of some of the the greats that have came through this game, and I I definitely enjoyed it, and hopefully the. Uh, the crowd enjoys uh what our rankings were hopefully they agree as well
0: i'm i hope so and maybe it'll help people pick who they think could uh you know take on the take down the big three championship
1: okay so we're gonna be giving that to
0: you guys over the course of the next couple of days this week as we get ready for nba finals game one in the trilogy between the golden state warriors and the cleveland cavaliers but as we keep the fun in functional sports radio uh you know we talked about the last couple of weeks how Damian Lillard and Lonzo Ball were rapping over these Drake freestyles on that free smoke beat. And uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. We broke it down a little bit. But uh, there are some legit rappers out there now that are also giving their feedback. First of all, Lonzo Ball gave his top five rappers of all time. And here's his top five list, Don. I want to get your thoughts on this. His top five list. He has the best of all time as Lil Wayne. He has number two of all time as Future. He has number three of all time as DMX. He has number four of all time as 50 Cent. And number five of all time as Tupac. That is what Lonzo Ball has as his top five rappers of all time. How do you feel about that?
1: Yikes. Yikes. That, I actually just pulled that up as you were saying it. Right. I didn't know if it's, that's. Oh, that is in order. I'm reading it yeah. right now. Wow. Yeah. That's in order, see, bro. They don't oh. see the one that honestly I and I wanna get your take on this sure. as well. A lot of the ones people forget, in my opinion, is Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand is in my people, top ten, okay, not my yeah. top five. A lot of people put him in their top five. So sure, not only did he forget him, he forgot. Big I mean, e, he, he forgot E
0: Jay Z, Big L. In my Yikes. opinion, big pun in my opinion, Jada Kiss. You know, people would say, like you said, Andre three thousand, Eminem. Remember on uh, Fantasy Football Frenzy a couple months back, me and the fantasy executive Corey Parson, we actually did a bracket, and I believe the notorious Big was the winner. Although your boy Andre three thousand, I bet Outcast if we. Did groups good work, but yo, there's other people. Uh, you know, if we did groups, Wu Tang Clan might be in there. And Ray Kwan from the Wu had some uh feedback. He said, Yo, Damian Lillard is taking time to perfect his craft, he wants to hear more of it. But Lonzo Ball, he said, Uh, is really just more about this braggadocio and talking his talk, you know, and he wasn't really focused on Lonzo's lyrics. You know, Wayquan was more of a lyricist guy and he liked what Damian Lillard was doing. Ninth Wonder, who's a producer, who's worked with Jay Z, who's worked with Kendrick Lamar, he said that Lonzo Ball had no message, was just flowing over lyricism. I mean, You know, Future is his number one rapper of all time, so I guess that makes sense. But again, with Damian Lillard said he knew he had skills, says that that happens all the time with these guys coming out of the Bay Area. And there's other comments that kind of say the same thing. It seems like people are thinking that Lonzo is this new millennial rap, you know, just kind of flowing over the beats, while Dame Lillard is more old school, kind of like I would be important about the lyricism, what they're actually saying. You're a millennial, Don. What do you think? And I think we said this also. You were talking about how you like the Lonzo ball, and I was like, he ain't saying nothing though,
1: right? Yeah, see, I'm... I guess, yeah, I am a millennial in the terms of I do like beats more than lyrics. I don't necessarily listen to the words as much as I should. Mm -hmm. Even being a hip-hop enthusiast, um, I mean, I like the way they both sound. Like I said, I don't read too much into what they're saying, but they both sound good. But after reading this order... I might, uh... He's losing credibility. losing credibility. I I don't know about that.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. That's what we do, man. We keep it moving here. Help you win your leagues and win that cash. But we also put the fun in functional sports radio. And if basketball players are going to try to rap, we're going to be covering it here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I mean, the show has the word freestyle in its name. Come on. That's why your boy Speeds and Spitting Statistician is here to drop stats over beats to help you win your league and win that cash. Donnie, you know, I used to be in a rap group. Uh, I call Chronicle. Know. We may have to start playing some Chronicle tracks to let people know what they're really up against when it comes down to beats and lyricism, huh?
1: Would uh have you in his uh top 5? I mean, maybe I'm going to You know what?
0: We're we'll going to play a We're going to play a little Chronicle. We're going to play some Chronicle tracks and uh then everybody could see uh at some point. We're going to have to make that happen, Donnie. But as we keep it moving here, putting the fun in functional sports radio. You know, I read something that was very, very, very interesting. I don't know if you guys remember, but last summer, they had, like, these Euro soccer championships, and Iceland had some kind of crazy run. They beat England and all this stuff. It was, like, the best thing that had ever happened in the country of Iceland, okay? And this is a country that literally is going through... um. Some issues because of their population. They are literally have a policy where they will bring in uh, non natives to kind of, in essence, diversify the population. They're having an actual inbreeding problem in Iceland, okay? However, apparently the Icelandic soccer team contributed to the success of the breeding in Iceland. Check this out. Check this out. Uh, nine months after Iceland had their historic run in the 2016 Euros. It was in March. Uh, The country recorded a record for the number of epidurals that were used so that means the most people ever in a week span there were giving birth nine months after their icelandic run in the euro world cups uh so they see a correlation that there are a lot of euro cup babies and i think it's interesting because we've even seen commercials of that right we've seen commercials that they show like the super bowl babies you know like all the babies that get born they did a piece recently about all the babies that are going to be born soon in chicago after the cubs broke that world series drought so so this is a, a real thing, you know, and I know they do it here in America when it comes to World Series nine months later, Super Bowl babies nine months later. I want to give a big shout-out to Sammy. Don, you may remember Sammy was one of our babies when I had Speeds versus the kids in the Florida and, uh, football playoffs. Sammy was like our 14-month-old baby that was making the lion sounds and stuff. Sammy was a World Cup baby. I know his parents well. They were repping Colombia and uh, apparently he was a World Cup baby as well. I don't know. What do you think about this, Don? Do you think... uh There's an actual correlation to your team doing well, winning the championship, and nine months later, a population boom?
1: I I don't really know. If you watch soccer, a lot of the fans are are crazy. Maybe it's not soccer. I'm saying in general, in sports, you know? Yeah, I could see that. People getting happy and making babies? I could see that. Yeah? I could see that being a... Correlated at least Alright, alright.
0: So I mean, listen, that means Donnie, I mean, you know, you're a, you're a young man. You like uh you know like, you you do your thing out there. So maybe uh you know, you just need to go to whatever the, uh, city. Yeah, Timberwolves
1: give me a championship. You maybe. just gotta it's go to whatever city. We'll
0: Speaking of which, remember when I talked about uh twelve year old this MMA girl who was fighting? I do. Okay, well check this out. I'm gonna tie it all together with this baby boom also. Uh, Vanessa Mello is an MMA fighter. She just had a fight in Finland after her MMA fight. She found out she was pregnant and fought while pregnant. Wow. Okay. How her, old is she? She's no, she's an adult. Oh, she, okay. <laughs> she's an adult. She's like in her. She's in her late twenties. I thought you were gonna say she's. No, she's in her late twenties. Her her boyfriend, who's also an MMA fighter, Johnny Eduardo, said she had no idea she was pregnant. If I knew, I wouldn't let her do it. That would be crazy. Mommy and baby are fine. Even after that fight, Vanessa actually lost. She has a five and five record. But you gotta think she's probably gonna. Uh,
1: that Lay doesn't off say the much matches, about right? the uh, medical staff doing the
0: test there. Yeah, and so I don't know. I mean, maybe, and I don't know. Maybe you go and you celebrate, and if the people you went, you like and picked won that MMA fight, maybe nine months later, maybe Ronda Rousey is time to start pipping, popping them out. We will see. But uh, check it out. When we come back, what we're going to do? We're going to check in on the scores of all the major league games that are going on right now. We're going to check in on the poll question to see, uh, you know, who in that major league brawl you identify with and resonates most with you in the unwritten rules. All that and more as we tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the fantasy freestyle here on the fantasy sports radio network i'm your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician of course shout out to our sports byline affiliates and the american forces radio network for the service men and women out there getting a little taste of home from speeds the spitting statistician and the fantasy freestyle come on right back Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez. Let's go around the league real quick here. Game's going on right now. Indians up 7-3 on the A's in the bottom of the fifth. Jason Kipnis with his sixth home run of the season. Cardinals up over the Dodgers 3-0 in the second inning. They got to Kenta Maeda a little bit early. Scoreless in Pittsburgh. Remember, I had Robbie Ray as my strikeout guy there. It is 0-0 in the fifth. Robbie Ray with a good outing so far. Yankees up on the Orioles 4-0. Matt Holliday has hit two home runs. Garden has gone yard as well and the Reds are up 2 nothing on the Blue Jays, Joey Votto and Zach Cozart, Cozart with solo home runs, Brewers up on the Mets 1-0 Mariners up on the Rockies 3-0 and the Marlins up on the Phillies 2-0 in the third, Marcel Ozuna with his 13th home run on the season remember we had that poll question up there as well about that brawl going on, 38% of you guys still say that they think it's part of the unwritten rules to have Strickland wait 3 years and hold that grudge. 36% of you guys say the teammates joining the brawl is what, you know, This the way it is done. Again, big shout out also to J.H. Shipley out there who is engaging with me on Twitter throughout the show. Remember, you guys can at FNTSY Radio on Twitter or you could follow your boy Dane Martinez, the Spitting Statistician, at Spitting Speeds on Twitter. He likes the non-participation trophies that Bryce Harper was espousing. I was going back and forth with him, like I said here on the air. Anything that uh, you know, anything that is worth having should be owned. We are in agreement on that. Tomorrow, keep it locked. Donnie Burns and Speeds, we're going to be giving you our our guard rankings for the Big Three. We're also. You know, we're going to look a little bit deeper into the NBA Finals, some more of the matchups, and some of the betting implications. You know, uh, where do you want to lay your money so you could win that cash moving into the NBA Finals? Coming up next here, at least on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, is going to be my man and the Fantasy Ninja Warrior, Joey P. I know we're going to be talking a little bit about Bryce Harper there and his four game suspension, what that means for the Nationals, and what that means for fantasy baseball all the way at the top of the player rater. I'm sure. These guys will be talking about that. My man, Joey P. Spia holding it down on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Coming back tomorrow here on the Fantasy Freestyle. And, uh, you know, we'll keep on uh, putting the fun in functional sports radio. That's it for me. I'm out. Dane Martinez. Peace.